Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Now, we are in the middle of a message series uh, we've been doing for a few weeks called wrapped. And what we are wanting to do with this series, what we've been trying to do over the last few weeks is think about some of the experiences that we have in life. Maybe some of the negative experiences, the negative emotions that we feel, the negative things that we take on, whether it be judgment or or, or shame and how those show up in our life. And, And more importantly, what we've been looking at is how we kind of cover those up. What do we wrap those things in? How do they show up to the world. Last week we talked about how, how the insecurities that we have in our life sometimes, sometimes show up as humor, as jokes, right? We, we, we wrap our insecurities in jokes and maybe head it off at the past so, so no one can, can call out our insecurities if we already joked about them first. Well, today what I want to dig into for the next 20 minutes or so that we're together is the fears that come up in our life. Last week, I told you, if you were here, last week, I asked people, for the next 20 minutes, I want you to think about all of your insecurities. (laughs) Today, what I want from you is I want you to think about your fears, the fears that you have in your life. Now, fear is a very broad term because there's some things in life, whether it be in our faith or in our uh, relationships, maybe our marriage or our parenting, that we are afraid of. There's some high-stakes fears. Right? If we make a mistake, we're sometimes afraid to admit the mistake. We don't know how that's going to be taken by the other person. That can cause some fear there. Sometimes we're afraid of losing our job. That's a little more high stakes. Sometimes we're just afraid to get a task started because we don't know how it's going to go, and we're perfectionists, and we have a problem getting things started, so we procrastinate until the very, very end, and then we barely even do it well. Is that just me, or is that anybody else in here? Okay. <laughs> that's a very low-stakes fear. <laughs> but so there's a, there's a broad spectrum of what it's like to experience fear. And, and what I want to dig into today, in the Bible, throughout the Bible, all the different authors, the Old Testament and New Testament, through Psalms and Proverbs, all of the different authors of the Bible have a lot to say about fear and how to address fear. So when I say that I want you to think about some of the fears that you have, I don't, I, I don't want to leave us there and say, okay, now go have a fearful day. I want us to think about our fears, and then what we're going to do together is learn how to, or, or, or maybe take a first step to, addressing or confronting those fears. I remember a long time ago, this is a long time ago, maybe 10 years ago or more, um, my wife and I, we started a system where we would pull out cash every week and pay for things in cash, okay? That was like our way of like making sure we were staying in budget and we were, you know, big budget people. And so we would pull out cash. And it was always my responsibility to go pull out the cash. So I go get cash and I would have it with me. And there was one time I went to, uh, I went to the post office. <laughs> How old is this story? I went to the post office, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, where mail is sent back and forth. Went to the post office and I mailed something physically. And I don't know how it happened, but the envelope that the $500 was in got dropped into the mailbox. 
And I didn't realize this until I had already, you know, I'd already left the post office. I'd gone about my day, and I was like, I cannot find this cash. And it popped in my head. And my immediate thought was, how do I hide this from Amber? How can she never know that I lost $500 cash? <laughs> so I drive back to the post office, and I launch an investigation, right? Uh, I'm talking to the post office workers. I'm like, look, I was here a couple hours ago. I dropped some cash. I'm sure you get this all the time. <laughs> I dropped some cash in the mailbox. It's loose cash. If you find any, I promise it belongs to me, right? Never found the cash. That, that didn't fly at all. And so I was like, okay, I, I, had this, I had this very real fear of like, I don't know how to approach this to Amber. I mean, yeah, maybe some of you are like, yeah, I just thought you made a mistake. What's the big deal? Well, it must be nice to be you, okay? Because I had, I had, a, I had a fear of like, I don't know how she's going to, and that was the fear, right? How is she going to react, okay? I can deal with the shame and the punishment and the guilt. I'm a pro at that. But how is she going to react? That, uh, that's a fear I had is how is she going to react to that? And that's the kind of fears I'm talking about, these fears that come up, that if we don't confront them, if we don't address them, what we can sometimes do is wrap them up in something else. Sometimes for me, and this doesn't have to be true for you, sometimes things that I am fearful of will show up as an overconfidence in that thing that I'm afraid to do. Right, a little bit of an arrogance, a little bit of a, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Or if it's really dangerous, what I'll do is I'll just avoid the fear altogether. I'll avoid talking about it. I'll avoid thinking about it. So that's why I say for you in your life today, and the things that you're facing in life, in school, at work, in your relationships, in your parenting, these fears that you have, I wonder what these fears are keeping you from experiencing. I wonder what the fears that I have in my life, in my relationships, in my work, I wonder what the fears that I have, what are they keeping me from experiencing? How are they stunting my growth? Because I think sometimes we can have this idea or this notion that we shouldn't feel fear, right? Especially in the Christian world, there can be this idea or, or this sense of like, hey, God's on your side. You have no business feeling fear. You have no business being fearful if the God of the universe, the creator of everything, is on your side, loves you, cares about you, sees you, sent Jesus for you, and now you're redeemed. So what business do you have to feel fear? Right? Maybe, maybe you've thought that before. Maybe not those exact words, but some kind of feeling like that. And what's dangerous about that? is that it takes this thing called fear that is very normal, by the way, that shows up all the time and makes it seem like you shouldn't be experiencing that. So if you are, something's wrong with you. And what I want to say today is that the fear that you feel when whatever kind of situation comes up, that is absolutely normal. Absolutely human. In fact, I wrote something down for y'all. Fear will lose its power when you name it. Fear loses its power when you name it. Now, it's still there. The fear is still there. But the power that fear has over you 
loses a little bit of its power when you name it, when you name the fear. Fear grows best in silence. Fear grows best in darkness. That is a perfect recipe for for your fear to grow and overwhelm you, is if you keep in the dark and keep it faceless and nameless. Now, I want to look at a particular verse today. This is uh, going to be in the book of Psalms. And if you're not familiar with the Bible, it's no big deal. Psalms is a collection of, well, some of them are songs, poems. You know, a lot of times when you're reading the Bible, there's different types of literature in there. Okay, there's songs, there's letters, there's poems. All very useful, all very helpful. So what we're going to read today out of Psalms, it's like one of your favorite, you know, songs that you listen to. And you, feel, and you feel inspiration from that. So we're going to do today. We're going to take a little bit of the playlist here, see if we can get inspired by some of the wording here. This is written by a man named David. And we're going to look at Psalm 56, verses 3 through 4. Let's check this out. Remember, we're talking about, we're talking about fear, the fears that you and I have, the very real fears that you and I have. Watch this. But in the day that I'm afraid... I lay all my fears before you and trust in you with all my heart. What harm could a man bring to me with God on my side? I will not be afraid of what comes. The roaring praises of God will fill my heart, and I will always triumph as I trust his promises. I want to focus on the beginning part of that. Verse 3. In the day that I'm afraid... Because there's a lot of verses, if you just look up what does the Bible have to say about fear, you can do that later if you want to. There's a bunch of verses that start with, do not be afraid. And if we're not careful, we're like, okay, see, the Bible says don't be afraid, so we shouldn't be afraid. But when I read it, and this is, I did not go to Bible school, so this is not coming from a, a theologian. When I read that, I see that more as an encouragement, Like if you see somebody who's upset and you go up to them and say, oh man, don't be upset. Are you telling them it's not, that it's not okay to be upset or are you just kind of encouraging them along that journey? I don't know, I can't speak for you. But that's how I read this. So the beginning part of it, it says, on the day that I am afraid, fear will come. It's part of it. It's part of life. So instead of avoiding it, Instead of pretending that it's not there, instead of saying, well, we shouldn't feel it at all, so if it does come up, we might as well avoid it or wrap it up in something else. On the day that I am afraid. Okay, so now you know that when fear comes, when you experience it, now we have an action to take. On the day that I'm afraid, maybe it's today for you. On the day that you're afraid today, what do we do? Right after this, it says, I lay all my fears before you. Speaking about God, okay? I lay my fears before God. What does that look like to lay your fears before God? How would you know what fears you need to lay before God? Well, one of the ways is to start to name them. And as soon as you name them, I, I, I am afraid that I might lose my job. Okay, now, now I've said it. I've said it out loud. I've said it to God. I said it in my prayer. Now I know that it's there. There it is. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job. Now, now, now there's things that you can do. Maybe you can think through, well, why am I afraid I'm going to lose my job? Is there any evidence that says I might lose my job? I don't know. Maybe there is. And if there is, maybe you can do something about it. 
But if we just keep our fears up here, if we just keep our fears in here, then they grow. They get stronger. In fact, fear's strength comes when you are unwilling to confront it. That's when your fears will be the strongest. The more stubborn you are, the more stubborn I am, the more unwilling we are to confront the fears that we have, the stronger that fear will become. It is a one-to-one ratio. The more willing you are to confront it, the less strength of fear has. The fear will lose its power. It won't be gone. I'm not saying you need to get rid of your fear. Do you see what I'm saying? Because that fear will be there. It's part of it. It's part of life. It's part of humanity. But we don't have to be scared of the fear, you know? I hope if you pull anything else from today is you don't have to be afraid of the fear. The fear can be a good thing. The fear that you experience, the fear that comes your way, depending on the situation, can be a very good thing. You probably heard this example. I know I, I, I hear it all the time when I, when I see things or hear things about fear. Is fear can be a good thing. We teach our kids to be afraid of certain things, right? You teach your kid to be afraid, or you, you've seen movies if you don't have kids. You teach uh, a, a kid, some faceless kid, to be afraid of, let's say, the oven, right? The stove. It's good to be afraid of the stove. If you don't know a lot about it, if you don't know when it's on or off, it's a healthy fear. Be afraid of this stove to a certain degree. Another thing I wrote down for y'all is fear doesn't hurt your faith. That's what I've been trying to say. It activates your faith. Fear doesn't hurt your faith. If you experience fear, it doesn't mean you are lacking in faith. It activates your faith if you let it. It can. Fear has the potential. When you experience fear, instead of thinking that, you're, that, that it's getting in the way of your faith or, or it's getting in the way of what you want to do, it absolutely can. It can. But if you decide, I want this fear, I'm going to let this fear activate my faith. I'm going to let this fear activate what I need to do in my faith, what I need to do next in this relationship, what I need to do next in this situation. Instead of fear being something that pushes you down, that holds you back, that freezes you, you you can train yourself to let fear be a trigger that activates your faith. Yeah, wouldn't that, be, wouldn't that be amazing? I would love to have a faith that just gets activated when difficult things happen to me. I would love to have a faith that gets activated when I feel fear about something that's going on in my life. A lot of times when we pray, it's not all the time, but a lot of times when we pray the most or pray the loudest or pray the strongest is when we are afraid that something is going to happen that we don't want to happen. Or we're afraid that something's not going to happen that we want to happen. What if we let the fears in our life activate the faith that we know that we want to have? 
There's a movie that I used to, I used to watch. There's this brilliant uh, quote on, on fear. This character, he says, it takes a lot to scare me. I love the sensation. It takes a lot to scare me. I love the sensation. I, I, and I was thinking about that as I was getting ready for this. My mind pretty much works in movie quotes, if you know, don't know anything about me. And I thought, what an interesting thing, because it wasn't a Christian movie or anything like that. But there's something about the fear that made this character feel alive. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for me is when we experience any kind of fear. Like I said, it's a broad spectrum. There's low stakes fear and there's high stakes fear. What if, what if when we experienced it, we said, this is going to be a trigger for me to activate my faith. And I don't know what an activated faith looks like for you. Maybe an activated faith uh, 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 means that you, you, you're, you're trusting God more than you did before. Right? And, and, and trusting God with a fear that you have. What does that look like? What does that change? Because I, I know we're just taking this, this uh, uh, verse, uh, uh, Psalm 56, verses 3 and 4. Those are just a couple little verses in this whole scheme of things going on here. But when I see this, in the day that I'm afraid, I lay all my fears before you and trust in you with all of my heart. I can't see that being an easy thing to do. Because if you're anything like me, when it comes to things that I'm worried about, that I'm fearful of, there's some things that I can bring to God and say, all right, God, I, I'm worried about this, and I'm really fearful about what's going to happen over here. And if I'm feeling super logical that day, which is rare because I'm just in my emotions all the time. Anybody else? Don't raise your hand. If I'm feeling super logical that day, I'll say, okay, well, there are certain things that I'm fearful of happening or not happening. And there's only some things that I can control and that I can't control. So for the things that I can't control... Here's what I'd like to do, God, is can you worry about those? Can you worry and be afraid for those things that I can't control? If I'm, if I'm doing my best, that will happen. But most of the time, what happens is I feel like, well, I can worry about this way better than God can, right? God's got a lot of things on his, and nobody has more on their plate than God does. So maybe I'll just keep worrying about this. I'll just keep feeling fearful about this. I'll keep stressing out about these situations. And so that's why I read this as something encouraging. On the day that I'm afraid, maybe for you when you read this, say, I will. Okay? Uh, 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 on the day that I'm afraid, I will lay all my fears before you. And I will trust in you with my whole heart. You're encouraging yourself on the days that I'm afraid, on the day that you feel fear. You say, okay, when I'm feeling fear, I'm going to name this fear. I'm going to name it so it's not hiding from me anymore. Say, this is what I'm afraid of. And then I'm going to tell God that I'm afraid of it. But it doesn't say that's when the fear goes away. <laughs> you know? Maybe it won't. 
but you can move in the face of your fear. In fact, that's the last thing I wrote down for you, is don't wait for your fear to disappear, right? Don't wait for the fear to disappear and say, okay, now I'm not afraid anymore. Your activated faith will move in the face of your fear. You don't have to wait. That's the power of your faith. That's the power of the faith that God has put in you is you don't need to wait for the, faith, the, for the fear to disappear. You don't need to. You can. You can wait. You can let the fear grow. You can let yourself worry more. You can do all of those things. You are empowered to live your life, but you are also empowered to activate your faith and move in the face of your fear. Now, $500 lost in the mail might not seem a lot to you. Maybe it does seem like a lot to you. I had this fear of, what's Amber going to do? You know, she's not going to trust me with money anymore. I wouldn't trust me with money anymore. And so finally, I had, you know, I was like, hey, babe, you know, I got mugged. You know, I couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> Sometimes lying really helps you out, you know? <laughs> oh, I was like, ah, I got to tell you what happened. You're going to hate me. And you know what? It was no big deal to her. But it was a huge deal to me. I had so much fear about addressing that situation. And you know what's wild is I have made bigger financial mistakes since then. <laughs> Bing! You know what each one of those mistakes has done, though? I don't make a lot of them, but two or three a year. You know what those mistakes have done, though? Is each time I have addressed it with Amber, my wife's name is Amber, each time I've addressed it with Amber, you know what it has done? Is the fear is still there. Each time I think, how can I hide this? It's very easy to hide money mistakes from her because I handle all the finances. She's not here. Don't worry about it. It's, and that's my first instinct is instead of dealing with the fear, instead of dealing with that, let me do these other things over here. But each time, each time they've been addressed, it has strengthened our relationship. Now, I, I can't tell you that I always move in the face of fear. That I always, no matter what the fear is, I move forward and I activate my faith. No, that does not always happen. But I can tell you that the things that I have been afraid of, when I have confronted those things that I have been afraid of, it has never been as bad as I feared. Never. Ever. Has it been bad? Yes. Has it been scary? Yes. Have there been tears and difficult conversations and sometimes a friendship had to end here or whatever? Yes, those things have happened. But it has never been as bad as what I created the fear to be in my head. I want you to think about this for a second. Close your eyes for a moment, just for a moment, okay? I want you to think about in your life, maybe in the past year, the past five years, the past 10 years, what is one of the biggest fears that you had? The biggest fears in your relationship, the biggest fears in your faith, the biggest fears at your job, the biggest fears in your career, the biggest fears in your parenting or your relationship with your siblings. What have been some of the biggest fears that you've come up against? 
Okay, now open your eyes. Hey, look, here we are. You're right here. Whatever that difficulty has been, I'm not saying everything's great now and your life is better, but I'm saying that you made it. I'm saying that you're here. I'm saying that you're moving forward. What would it be like if instead of accidentally moving forward, like maybe you did through some of those fears, what if you said, okay, when I experience fear, I'm going to name it, I'm going to bring it to God in prayer, and I'm going to confront the fear. And watch. May, I'm not saying that you're going you know, to float because you're so holy or that everything is going to be perfect. But I'm saying that fear won't have the same power over you. It can't. It just can't. If you and I are going to be willing to name it, to name it and bring it to God. We name it, we bring it to God, and then we trust God. We trust that process. And then we choose to continue to move forward even if we still feel the fear. That is the empowered faith that we have been given by God. If you could, I want to pray with you. Can you close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads? I want, I want to pray with you today. I want to pray for the fears that we have experienced, the fears that we're experiencing now, and the fears that we may experience in the future. Let's pray. God, we are grateful to be here today. We're grateful for the fears that we have overcome because of you and with you. We're grateful for the fears that we have now that they be triggers to activate our faith and moving forward. God, I thank you that no matter what we are feeling in the moment, when fears may come, that we can put our trust in you. We can put our faith in you. Thank you for putting us around people who are not afraid to admit their fears, who are not afraid to name them and still move forward. God, I pray that we would be bold enough and courageous enough to do that alongside. So we love you, and we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.